Hi, uh, my name is Emmanuel Naweji and I'm gonna put it on the screen here quick so that you can uh, know how to spell my name. So Emmanuel Naweji and I'm gonna take you to uh, take you to my blog and you find me on my blog using my first name and last name emmanuelnaweji.com so that's where you find me and you find more of my free content that I write insights and tips around healing culture uh, spirituality faith and so many other things um, and I'm working on organizing my website soon you will know what I mean by that so today I'll be talking about healing discover the healer in you and that's what I'm talking about today discover the healer in you discover the healer in you so we're gonna we're gonna focus on through three things the first one is the question who is the healer in you who is the healer in you and I'll be I'll be using scripture I believe in the Bible as God's Word and, and thankfully today there's a there's a lot of spiritual principles that we find in the Bible that today science is now affirming technology is helping us make sense of make sense of, of what we find in the Bible of what what he, what is God's word? It's really making more sense today. Technology and science—they do not give you new things, <laughs> because the one who made who made everything new is God, and the one who can create is God. Of course, we we have also that ability to be creative, but not to create. We are not the creator. We are creatures you are a creature I am a creature everything we see and even those we don't things we don't see they are God's creatures so let's begin with Jeremiah Jeremiah chapter uh, 17 uh, verse 14 but before before I read that scripture let me mention this Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 the Bible says that, that be transformed through the renewal of your mind. I believe that healing is a matter of renewing our mind. There's a lot that has to do with our healing, which can only take place out of some, you know, kind of renewal of your mind. So you need to realize that your mind plays a crucial role in your personal healing so it's it's very key and but back to our question who is the healer in you you know the answer the healer in you is God God is our creator and in Jeremiah chapter 17 uh, verse 14 the Bible says heal I'm using the King James version here for this specific scripture Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For thou art, thou art my praise. That's kind of like tough English, big words. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so heal me, 
O Lord, and I shall be healed. You see, the healer is God. The healer is God. Another scripture, a couple of other scriptures that I would like to read for you to uh, today is uh, something that comes from Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 and also it comes from 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24. He himself bore our sins in his body. Here Peter is talking about Jesus Christ. So Jesus himself bore our sins in his own body. You see that the, the, the use of the body, it's not the spirit, it's not the soul, it's not the heart, it's the physical body. So Jesus used this body and, and then he chose to bear our sins in his body. So that's his death, death and resurrection. And by doing so, God wanted him to do to do it so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness and it doesn't stop there the Bible the Bible goes on to say by his wounds or his stripes you and I have been healed by his wounds and stripes you and I have been healed so you see the first thing in Jeremiah chapter 17 tells us that we can't be healed if God doesn't heal us. Amen. We can't be healed if God doesn't heal us. And then we go to Isaiah and 1 Peter. 1 Peter, Peter is quoting Isaiah chapter 53 saying that by his wounds, we have been healed but it's not just because jesus died on the cross for us that there's more to that right so that's done it's a done deal so it's already done it's already there it's already available so your healing is already available but but there's something that you need to do and that's what peter is saying in first peter chapter 2 verse 24 saying that you know even though Jesus bore your sins and everything else on the tree or on the cross, the, the, the reason, there is a bridge there. So he, he made that ultimate sacrifice. And then the purpose is for us so that we can receive eternal life and live in righteousness, become children of God. But the bridge, there's a bridge, there's a gap between the, 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 the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice Jesus made and, and you experiencing uh, uh, God's healing. So there's, there's a bridge. You, and, and that's what you have to do. You have to fill in this blank. And then and, and here, so that you might die to sin and live to righteousness. So for you to really uh, make sense of what God has done through Jesus Christ, so that you can experience healing, you need to die to sin, which will enable you to live to righteousness. Okay? So Jesus is our healer. God is our healer. But we experience God's healing through Jesus Christ. And for us to experience 
healing through Jesus Christ, we have to die to sin. So it's faith. Healing requires faith. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention, uh, answering this question here, is that the healer is God working with you and in you. Let me say it again. The healer is God working with you and in you. You see, that's kind of like going back to First uh, Peter there. You, uh, Jesus, Jesus, you know, the offer of your healing is already there. It's there. It's available. You just have to take it. And you take it by letting God work first to dwell in you and then work with you. Let me see, let me see what scripture we have here. So this is from 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse verses 19 and 20. And then some of you may probably have heard me quote the scripture. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you with uh, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6. You see, the healer in you can only heal you if you let God do so. So if you don't let the healer work with you and in you, so no healing will take place. So it comes down, you know, the bottom line is, it's you. It is you. Are you going to allow God to work with you and in you so that God can enable you to experience healing? That's your choice. That is your choice. So I'm going to go to the second point here. So why? What do we need to connect with the healer in us? Why connect with a healer in you so it is it's an important question it's a good question actually it is also very important because this is now you really taking the lead it is now you choosing to be healed so you connect with the healer first of all out of obedience to god out of obedience to God. Let me see what I have here. Uh, should have another scripture here. John chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. I'm going to read this quick. And I'm reading from the English Standard Version. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. You see, this is the encounter that Jesus had with the uh, Samaritan woman. She wanted to argue that the place for worship is in Samaria instead of Jerusalem. But to Jesus, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the, the, the place of worship is, is, is the place where God wants to dwell. And then the, the temple was intended to be the place or the dwelling place of God. 
But when Jesus came, he redefined the purpose of a temple, even the significance and the meaning of a, of a temple. So he goes to say that God isn't looking for a place to worship. God is looking for a place in you. Is God is looking for a dwelling place for God, not not in the temple, at church, but in you, in your life, and that's why First Corinthians chapter six, uh, verses uh, actually verse uh, twenty, the Bible says that honor and glorify God in your body. So we have to connect with God, because first of all. We, it's, it's out of our obedience, obedience to God, that your life, your body, your mind, your soul, your heart has become God's temple. God wants to dwell in you. So you connect with God, not because you want to be healed, because that's, that's the fruit of allowing God to dwell in you. So you just have to make sure that your soul, your mind, your heart, your, your body, everything about you become the temple, the temple of God, the dwelling place of God. So do it out of obedience because this is what, what God wants you to do. And secondly, you, you choose to connect with the healer in you because you have chosen to honor God with your body, in your body, in your body, and in everything else that you are. So your soul, your mind, your everything, you, 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 you use it to honor God, to honor God who dwells in you. So now, how do we connect? How do we connect with God? How do we connect with God? You, when you connect with God, you become able to experience healing in you. God's healing in your life. God's healing in your life. So I'm going to share with you about three or four ways to do it. So number one, you have to invite God into your life. And we do it through prayer. You have to make sure that you, you invite God a lot, I mean, as often as you can. You know, don't get to a point where you say, God is always in my life. You know, there's so many times that we kick God out of our lives without even knowing. We don't notice when God has left. And that's why Revelations uh, says that I stand on the, at the door and I'm knocking. Which means that, that it, it, in so many ways we, we kick God out of our lives. And God doesn't want you to do that. So always invite God into your life. Invite God back into your life. I, my friends, I, I do it every day. I do it almost every two or three hours. Every time I get a chance to pray, I ask God, please come back into me. Come back into my life. Come back into my mind. Come back into my soul. You know, healing is... is, is, is God working with you and in you. So, so for that to happen, really, you need God to dwell in your life. And 
And you do that by inviting God back. Invite God back into your life every day. Every day invite God back into your life. So the other, the other thing that I would like you to do is make sure that God stays in your life every day. You know, it's, it's one thing to invite God into your life, but it's another to make sure that God stays in you. So make sure that God stays in your life. And there are many ways that you could use to, to maintain and, and deepen that relationship with God. Again, prayer. My friend, prayer. I am a product of prayer. My entire life is all about prayer. I pray, I tell you. Every time I get a chance, I am by myself. I'm not doing anything. And sometimes I interrupt what I'm doing and stand up and, and just speak to this God and make sure that God comes back into me. Make sure that God continues to dwell in my life, in my soul, in my spirit, in my mind. So when, when you, you do it by prayer, and by reading scripture, listen to scripture, read scripture on your own, make it a discipline, a daily discipline. And the third thing that you have to do to make sure that God always stays in your life is to avoid sin. Yeah, you have to avoid sin. And sin, my friend, is anything that destroys your mind, anything that destroys your soul, Anything that destroys your heart, anything that destroys your body, get it out. Avoid it. Anything that destroys you somehow, just stop. Avoid it. And if you can't really stop it, talk to God about it. Talk to somebody about it. Find a pastor, find a spiritual leader, a spiritual director, a mentor. A coach, a Christian coach, find a counselor, find somebody to help you so that you become able to avoid sin by all means because sin destroys people. Sin destroys relationships. And you want to know a lot about sins? Go and read the Bible. Romans chapter 1 talks about sins. Go read Galatians chapter 5. It talks about sins. Avoid anything. Anything that breaks the Ten Commandments. Avoid it. Exodus chapter 20. So read these scriptures on your own. Avoid sin by all means. All forms and kinds of sins. Avoid them. Just avoid them. And, and next, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. I'm going to show you how. So number one, uh, this is the first way to take care of yourself. Allowing you only things that will help you to be loving, to be generous, to be hospitable, and to be forgiving. Anything that doesn't help with these four. Loving, generosity, or love, generosity, hospitality, and forgiving. Just don't allow it in your life. And this may be somebody, a friend. If, if you have a friend who doesn't allow you and even help you 
be loving, be more generous, be more hospitable, be more forgiving. Avoid that friend. He or she is not going to help you. He or she may make you sick. So avoid anything that uh, that hinders you or stops you or prevents you from being loving, being generous, being hospitable, being forgiving. Next, get rid of anything that affects you mentally, spiritually, physically, and even emotionally. Anything that drains your energy away, drains energy away from you, or wears you out, avoid it. And this may be spiritual, it may be mental, it may be emotional, it may be physical. Just avoid it. Because if you, if you, if you keep doing what you do, and then at the same time being aware that whatever you do wears you out emotionally, wears you out spiritually, mentally, and, and physically, it's going to make you sick. So avoid all of that. Next, practice what helps you be healthy. So anything that can destroy your body, stop it. But instead, practice whatever can help you make your body, physical body, be as healthy as possible. And the same applies to your mental state of being. The same applies to your emotional state of being. Anything that can help you become more emotionally stable and healthy, do it. Make it a daily discipline, a daily practice. And lastly, change the perception of yourself. You know, you need to change the perception of yourself. And you do that by, again, allowing God to dwell in you. And, uh, and allowing yourself and then making sure that you, are, you stay connected with God. There's a scripture in uh, Acts chapter 17, I believe, that says that it is in God we have our move, we move in God, we, we have our being. So in other words, we, we have our identity, we find it, we rediscover it in God. So make sure that you stay connected with God, which will help you change the perception of who you are, the perception of of, of, of people around you and the perception of, of the world around you. And, and you know, when, when you stay connected with God, you, you, you become empowered and God enables you to redesign your future, reinvent yourself. And all of this will keep you healthy. All of this will keep you healthy. So I'm going to stop here today. And today, remember, I talked about discovering the healer in you. And the healer, it's God working with you and in you. So this is a partnership. You know, you, you, you know the healing part of, you know, the healing portion of, 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 of God's gift to us is already there. You just have to take it. And for you to experience that uh, healing presence of God, you, you have to make sure that God is in you. God lives with you. 
and you stay connected with God. So this healing is a process. It's an ongoing discipline of deepening your relationship with God. And when you do that, you will be empowered to avoid anything, everything that destroys people's lives, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and even physically. So you're going to be really made whole because God, God dwells in you and God lives with you and in you today and always. So that's kind of like what I wanted to share with you and, and everything that I've shared with you. So you go to my website here. You go to my website and that's uh, uh, emmanuelnaweji.com. You will find everything that I've talked about today. Of course, I'm going to make sure that scriptures are there and you'll find even more. So I hope that you come back to the social media, YouTube or Facebook, Facebook depending on uh, uh, what uh, you, uh, where you're watching this video. I'm getting tired now, so where you're watching this video. And I hope to see you next week. And I'll make sure that, I have, that there's another video that I'll share and around healing. And remember, it's all about healing. People that are not healed, they can't lead, okay? They can't influence the way God want us, wants us to influence. So stay connected, not just with me, but more importantly with God, so that you can experience personal healing today and always. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you.